0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the 410 Sports Podcast. I am Matthew Lynch. I am here along with... Christian Lentz. And we're going to cover the preseason of the NBA today. So, first, I'm going to start off with a couple questions that me and Christian are going to answer. The first one is, is LaMelo Ball overrated or not? Christian? Uh, You know...
1: As a player, I'd probably say he's slightly overrated. Like, he's not horrible. And, like, he's not, like, great. But, uh, you know, he's played decently in the preseason, in my opinion. And I feel like the Hornets took a really big, like, a very risky pick for him. uh, Third overall. And I think um, it's going to yield them a pretty, uh, like, at bottom, at floor level, uh, starting point guard and at ceiling a mvp candidate
0: all right uh my my answer to that is i see him as a piece of the puzzle for charlotte and like an under and like an unpredictable player and the leader uh i think it'll be a big score for charlotte and I, I think that's what charlotte needed they needed like a base player that could help them a lot Um, But I think he is overrated when it comes to, like, on ESPN. I see people comparing him to, like, LeBron and Kobe. That's, like, a big stretch Hmm. for me. But I think he's a really diverse player, and he can score well. He's definitely a playmaker, and let's see what he can do this season. Yeah, I I also agree with you. I think think he could be really good
1: if he fixes his shooting because he can be really inconsistent as a shooter. And uh, I think the media does hype him up a lot and they make him seem like he's a all time great, but like he hasn't played a one real NBA game. Like It's just preseason, obviously. But, uh, you know, I agree with you. I think Charlotte needed him, and I think they... Uh, it was a weird, it was a question pick at the time because they signed Terry Rozier to a big deal, but, you know... Yeah, that was weird. It's going to work out for Charlotte. You know? is, he the ben- is he the bench po- point guard?
0: Uh, maybe, but I think he'll quickly take over that starting role. All right. I mean, yeah, LiAngelo... Lonzo and Lamello all have pretty weird jump shots. So I think they all need to really fix that. They just got waved by the Pistons. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, they they just waved him after like five days. He didn't even play a single minute in the NBA. He said, nah, like, get out. <laughs> I guess he did bad practice or something. I don't even. I haven't really looked into that. <laughs> All right. Um, my second question is, how will the Wizards do with Russ? All right. Uh, I think the Wizards are going to do better with Russ, obviously, because I think they'll do
1: way better than they did last year, obviously, because they didn't have John Wall. For, yeah. I don't think they had him for the past year and the and half of the year before that. So that that's, gonna, that's obviously going to bring in a lot more wins for them. And plus, I think the Wizards are going to utilize Russell Westbrook better than how Houston did, because Houston's a highly ISO ball team. And if you use uh, Russell Westbrook as a playmaker, it's going to set up a lot more opportunities for Beal. And then you also use him as as a scorer, which also opens up more opportunities for the entire team. So I think it's a win for both sides. Who did the trade? I think the the Rockets are going to be better. But I think they're looking to trade hard, and so I don't really know. But
0: I think both teams get better, and I think the Wizards get a lot better as well. Um. I think Russ just like LaMelo and Charlotte could be like a piece of the puzzle for Washington because they need someone other than Bradley Beal to carry them cuz Bradley Beal like did all the work last year. Um, but unfortunately, I think it'll be another Russell Westbrook ball Hulk show stat padder, you know. Uh if Russ does share the ball and doesn't stat pad, then I think I think Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, Rui Hachimura and Thomas Bryant Could make a little noise, but I don't think I don't see them as like a powerhouse team for Mm. this season. Not yet. Yeah, Yeah, they're not, I don't think they're ready yet. All right, next we're going to go on to our predictions for the Eastern Conference. So start off with your 15 and 14. All right, my the last seed that I have for the Eastern Conference this year, I have
1: the Detroit Pistons. They didn't really have a great draft. Uh, I don't really see them getting much better. They they're, they're kind of like the new Knicks, and unfortunately I have the Knicks because I know they, at least they're not last. But uh, you know they they got better from last they, year,
0: like and uh, I, I they drafted um they drafted Emmanuel quickly out of John Carroll, which is a school close to us. Yeah, well he went to John Carroll then Kentucky, I'm but um boy. yeah he he went there. My 15 is the Pacers. Cold take, they just don't. They don't. Victor is coming off an injury. I mean, like, Miles Turner and Demonte Savonis. Savonis has made a little noise recently these past couple years. But I just don't think they're going to do anything. That's just what I think. But at 14, I had the Pistons, which you had 15. They just, for some reason, a few years ago, they, they, they let go of Andre Drummond which was the dumbest thing they could have done. Uh, they really haven't done anything since, and they never did while Drummond was there either. Uh, I think they're still rebuilding. That's, yeah. My 13, I had the Knicks. They got R.J. Barrett out of Duke a couple years ago, and they, got, and they got Emmanuel quickly out of Kentucky. That's like, they got two young players. They still need to build up. I don't think they're going to they're gonna win a lot of games, but I think they can grow into them. And eventually, in the next few years, start winning more games and more games and more games and get up to the top of the East. Um, What's your your 13-12? My 13,
1: I have the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, You know, on paper, this team seems very good. You know, they got Isaac Okoro in the draft. Uh, Mm -hmm. They have Colin Sexton and uh, Darius Garland, who I think could develop into a, a decent tandem. But I think you might have to let one of them go because they're two undersized guards and that doesn't work in today's NBA. Then you have Andre Drummond and Kevin Porter Jr. So on paper, this team has a lot of potential. And I think they could maybe make a little noise in the next few years and be maybe like an 8-7 seed because Eastern Conference is really weak. Yeah,
0: definitely. uh, I just see a lot of potential in that team, but not this year. Yeah, Eastern definitely weaker of the two. Western Conference has been banging these past few years. More just more teams getting better and better. Really all started off with LeBron going to the Western Conference. But my my twelve is Cleveland, which is your thirteen. I you basically explained it all. On paper they're good. They're just really not showing it yet. I think they could with the weak Eastern Conference. I'll go with my I'll start with my eleven. My eleven is Orlando. <sighs> uh I mean just not much to say either. They really haven't done much, but I think they're better than my twelve through fifteen. So, all right.
1: For my twelve, I have the Chicago Bulls. I was about to say the Bears for a minute, um, but the Bulls could be. They they're in a similar situation with the Cavaliers. You know, you have Kobe White, who I think could be a decent point guard. Zach Levine, I think he's a borderline All Star. Um. Yeah, he's 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 been good. Yeah, I he's like him. Down, I guess I could say. Yeah. Then they picked up Patrick Williams in the draft. Bit of a questionable pick, in my opinion. But maybe they could use him use him as a three. I don't know why you would want to put, want to put him out as the four. Can't speak, but uh, you know you already have Laurie Markin in and Wendell Carter Jr. Who I think, I, although Markin had a down year last year, I think it could still be a really good year. And then Wendell Carter Jr. Is He's a stud. I I love it. I love that guy. He's he's really good at basketball. And then at eleven, I have the Charlotte Hornets. Um, you know I this team's kind of middle of the road, middle of the pack. You know, like I think in a few years they might be good if they make if they keep making picks like Lamelo Ball, which looks like a solid pick right now. Um, I think they could be a decent team, maybe pretenders. Next year, or like the year after that, but I don't see them making it, making any noises here.
0: My number ten is Chicago. um They have a decent lineup: Denzel Valentine, Larry Markkinen, uh Fatty's uh, Young, who used to play for the Pacers a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're all out. They're and Thomas Adoransky from from Washington. All good athletes. They are just all out. Um, there's leg injuries, undisclosed injuries. I just if they're still out through the year, I just don't think they have they don't have playoff run in them. Mm-hmm. My number nine is Washington. Washington, the addition of Russ really helped them out. If if they did not get Russ Westbrook, I'd probably have them 13, 14, 15. Because they did get rid of Thomas Hadaransky, who was a great athlete. Uh, kind of an underrated player. He, he's a good playmaker. Uh, but you have – now you have the Russell Westbrook-Bradley-Beal duo, which we're going to have to figure out if it works or not. Uh, I'll probably come back to that in the middle of the season, see how it works out. But I got to the, have them at nine. All righty. As of my ten and
1: nine,
0: I have
1: – my ten, I have the Atlanta Hawks. Um – they made uh, some splashes in the off season with uh, Bo- Bo- Bogdan Bogdanovich or Boyan. It's either one of them. Bogdan. Yeah, Bogdan. Yeah, Bogdan. Um, and Gallinari. Um, I think they're both really good. Maybe not Gallinari because Gallinari I think is like 32, 33. Yeah, he so, is
0: on the older side, but he, he's, a, he's a good shooter. He's a I bon- think he can, he can do some. He can do some. I don't think he's a big leader of the team but yeah he uh, he's was good at la i think this team runs through Trey young and if
1: trae young's playing good they'll play good and if trae young's not playing good then you know they're not gonna play good and i think their ceiling is pretty high and i just put that i, I just don't think that they're gonna do that great this year like maybe next year they'll do great but i think it has a, some good pieces that they can work around but then at nine i have orlando Ne- just nearly missing the playoffs. You know you, got, you know, you got Aaron Gordon, Cole Anthony. He just picked up in the job. I think he's going to be a solid player. Um, Vucevic. Um, Jonathan Isaac's not coming back this year, so that might be something to look upon.
0: The thing about Cole Anthony with, with me is, is he played a couple games at North Carolina, then was out for the rest of the season, then got drafted. Like, I don't expect him to come out. But in the games that he played, he played pretty good. And, uh, I just don't think he has enough experience even in college, let alone yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. Um, I think he has potential, though. Well, we'll see. We'll see what he does. My number eight, I have Charlotte. Um, as much as I was saying how kind of overrated the volleyball ball was, I think he can lift this team up. Become a whole. I think they can squeeze through the playoffs. I don't see a big playoff run in the future, but... I think he can get them there. My number seven is Atlanta. Like you said earlier or like you were saying earlier. Um, loads of potential on that team. Trey Young really like they this what you said, they run through him. He's just uh he's a good player. And I, I see them in the playoffs. All
1: right. My eight is the Indiana Pacers. Um Contradictory to your 15th seed placement, uh, you know, not gonna <laughs> judge you. I, don't think. I think, I just think that's what that's me. I mean, hey, you know, if it works, you know, you could prove everybody wrong, but I think that they're gonna squeeze into the playoffs. You know, if you throw a depot, apparently they've been saying that he's been wanting to get out of there and they've been telling other teams, like benches, that he wants to, they want them to trade for him. But uh, even then, I think DeMontis the the Sabonis is a top two th- or three at most power forward. And then, like, top five. Like, he's top five, in my opinion, for power forwards. And, uh, you know, Miles Turner, although he's kind of just stagnated since his rookie year, I still think he'd be in stud. And I think he'll be great. And then at seven, I have the Wizards. Um, this team, if Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal work out, I think their ceiling is so high and I think that they have a lot of potential. If it doesn't work out, I think they miss the playoffs. This is a, uh, this is probably the, it's probably the hardest team to predict maybe in the NBA, in my opinion, because you know you don't know how Russell Westbrook's going to play every game. You know, there are stretches where he looks like he could be the MVP of the league. And then there's also stretches of games where he looks like he's just chucking up sh- shots and he looks like a player at Calvert park.
0: Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. My, my, uh, my, um, my number six, I, I got the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, I see them in the playoffs, but with the additions of Seth Curry, Danny Green, and Dwight Howard, I think I think they can I mean they never they always failed. I mean they never failed at this point every year in the playoffs. They're always they play low. They never do good in the playoffs. Ben Simmons they need a real shooter on that team. And I can tell you right now, Danny Green is not it. If that's what they're going for there. But Seth Curry really Really underrated because of his brother. He just really took over the media. And no one really cared about Seth. I see some potential in this team. Number six is what I got him at. Ben Simmons makes good decisions and plays well. I think they have a chance. And for my number five, I have Boston. Jason Tatum, good young player. They did get rid of... um, Who am I thinking of? Hayward, Hayward, yes. Um, he's on Charlotte now, but they got, still got Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, Kevin Walker who's out with a knee injury, kind of a bad, bad, bad thing for them. But I think they can come back and play well. Also, 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 if they play Taco Fall, <laughs> they need to play Taco Fall. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a giant. I don't know why they wouldn't. All right. Uh, Good. Well, at number
1: six, I have a team that was in the NBA Finals, the Miami Heat. Um, you know, I think they'd go another Cinderella run. You know what I'm saying? But Mm. I don't know. Like, I feel like they got really, I like, screw the Wizards being the hardest team to predict. The Miami Heat is the hardest team to predict. Um, you know, Bam. A great. I think he's a top five center, top three, debatably in the league. You know, Jimmy Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their team chemistry is the best in the league. I think that they can make it work. Eric Spolscher is an amazing coach, in my opinion. Um, And I think they have the chance to make it to the finals again. And I think that um, they also have a
0: chance to be a first round exit, and I don't really know what to pick this year. Yeah, they are really hard to predict because they really just had they like you said a Cinderella run last year. Never know what's going to happen this year. Every year is different. But I'm just going to cut in here because my number four is Miami. Very hard to predict. Goran Dragic, they signed into an extension mm. on the off season. He's always been just a he 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 puts numbers up. Probably why they extended him. Just a good player, Avery Bradley, Tyler Harrow. great player actually. Duncan uh, Robinson. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Jimmy Butler, like you said. Yep. Uh, Myers Leonard. I think, like, once he's on, he's on. Yeah. I don't think he's really like a big name player in the league, but I think he can do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have them by number four. I think they're still a good team. They're still a little hard predict, That's why I didn't put them at, like, one or two. But uh, that's where I got them. Also, at five, you put Boston at five, right?
1: Yes. All right. So, my number five, I'll say Boston. You know, I think think getting rid of Hayward was a good move for them. Here's why. You're not going to pay $120 million for a guy who missed a season of his deal. Then, when he came back, played mediocre, and then he had a sort of a bounce back year last year I think, and you know, but you're saving a lot of money for a guy I
0: think he's going to be like 31 or 30 or something yeah, like that he's just, he's just never, like since he left Utah, he just never amounted to what he could have, he's also never been healthy either like he's always been, I mean, yeah, that, that first game of the season with Boston,
1: just completely just ruined his ankle to yeah but uh, you know, I can still see these guys making it pretty far in the playoffs. Maybe even a title contender, you know, something like that. And um, you know, they have the pieces. So I want I would like to see them see them make the pieces work, you know? And yep. I'm going to my number four because you did your number four. Um, I got the Raptors. Um, you know. They kept a lot of people that they did last year, you know, and they had a pretty good run. I think they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Um, you know, Siakam, um, although at the end of the season in the playoffs, he looked very bad. He looked bad. And also Lowry kind of choked a little bit too. But, you know, O.G. Ananobi looks like a stud. Um, and they got rid of Marcus. Saw I don't know who their center is. And, the, oh, yeah, they also got Serge Ibaka too. So that's some of the rim defense. Yeah. But I still see them being a great team in the East this year.
0: Mm-hmm. My number three, I have Milwaukee. They've they just always been at the top of the East. be honest, really just carrying them. I think, if they, didn't, I think they, if they didn't sign him to a big contract, they'd be way down in the East this year. But they signed him back. And his brother, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, but Tananis. Tananis. He they signed him to Drew Holiday. Uh, they got Brooke Lopez still. They got Brooke Lopez still, and Chris Middleton. I uh, I think they're still gonna make a little noise, just like they do every year. Mm-hmm. All right, as my three seed,
1: I have the Seventy Sixers. Actually, um, I remember a few years ago, these team this team was a laughing stock of the NBA. Now. They're, they're real You know, they fixed the one problem with their team, and that was shooting. Seth Curry. I think he shoots like forty-five percent from three. Although Danny Green, yeah, he's
0: <laughs>
1: you know, he's Danny Green, you know. Dwight Howard, yeah, that was I think he's a great backup for Joel Embiid. Um, you know, he he had a real he had a decent year, a decent year in uh in LA. And uh I think this team, if they play to their potential which I hope they do, they can run the East. Maybe not through the
0: Nets and the Bucks, but I think. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Yeah, I did I mean, Danny Green isn't the best shooter, but I think what really like made him out to be a horrible shooter was the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. I think it was just like the Lakers fans. He missed he missed like a game winning three. They're really mad they made a bunch of memes about him and stuff. I don't think he's as bad as he's made out to be, but yeah, mean, he still got hit his shots. Uh, yeah, my my number two, I have Toronto. Okay. Um, Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam, good duo. They always throw up good points, rebounds, assists. They're they're both full players. Yeah, they they resign or they extended. Uh, Fred VanVleet, he's always he's a great backup point guard. He's a dependable one. Uh, he's just good. I think he's and then Patrick McCall, three time NBA champ.
1: Yeah, didn't his...
0: He didn't get his fourth in last year, but he... if you're in your fifth year with three NBA championships, I'll we take got, it. We got a um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. the stations. my number tw- they have tw- a bad center problem. They have a bad center problem in Toronto. All they have yeah, is Aaron, Aaron Baines I- and Alex Len. Aaron Baines, ugh. Alex Lynn's. Kind of a no name. Uh yeah, they really have a bad center problem. They got they gotta sign someone there. But gonna, I still see the number two. They were good full team. All right. So for my number two,
1: I got the Brooklyn Nets. Now, you know. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me prove myself. Um I it's hard to make it's hard to put them like, above the Bucks, so I'm going to put them next to the Bucks, sure. And, you know, KD, all-time great, you know. In, in the first preseason, preseason game, he looked great. He looked like he fully recovered from that Achilles injury and that it doesn't bother him at all. But Kyrie is Kyrie. He's like Russell Westbrook. You either get good Kyrie or bad Kyrie. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to be... A, a little bit of both, probably more good Kyrie. And I, I, they're, they're a title contender. I think the Sixers, Nets, and my number one seed are all title contenders,
0: and I think they have a very even shot of winning. My number one, I have the Brooklyn Nets. I'm not saying it's just because they have Katie Kyrie. They've always been, like, a mediocre to above-average team, and adding Katie and Kyrie, I think they have a real shot. Uh, I'll get to that later with another cold take of mine that you'll see, but um, yeah, here's your number one. against your Milwaukee. Yeah, um, you know, probably like the most
1: basic pick, like the most, the safest pick you could make. Honestly, I'm not making it just to be safe. I'm making it because that's what I think. But uh, you know, Drew Holiday, Giannis, Chris Middleton. I, get, I forget who their point guard was. I think they still have, they still have Dante Di, DiVincenzo because that trade for Bogdanovich didn't go through. Yeah, they do. They do. He's um, a good player in too. I think they got rid of Bloodso as well. Maybe. I, I don't know. But I think they're back. And I'm, honestly, I think if they don't win a title here... Giannis might start getting mad. He might do a little James Harden, you know, go, go to some strip clubs, you know what I'm saying? Skip practice and all that stuff, you know? that That's <laughs> just me. That's just me, you yeah. know?
0: Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. All right, now on to the Western Conference. Uh, cool. My 15, I have Sacramento. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, I mean,. I don't really know. They they have De'Aaron the Fox. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. I mean, he's a good player. And Marvin Bagley the, the third. He was. A, I am a Duke fan. I watched him at Duke. He's a good player. I just don't think he can overpower all these other centers in the in the Western Conference. Mm. Yeah, I just see them at fifteen in the Western Conference. All right. <laughs>
1: At 15, I have the Oklahoma City Thunder, man. Sam Presti is a genius. He has found a new way to tank. Um, they have, like, 27 first-round picks. Everybody, except for Shea, has gone. You know, free Shea. Free Shea, Gilgis, Alexander, man. They lost everybody. They cleaned house. And yeah. they're just they're
0: bottom dollars. Yep. Uh, my 14 is OKC. I believe in the next few years, they'll be legit with all these first-round picks they're getting. But for this year, since they did tank, I got them at 14. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do my 13, too. Um, I got Minnesota. All righty. They have Cat and D'Angelo Russell, but something about that just doesn't wow me. It doesn't really say they're winning games, especially in this conference. Ooh. Uh, especially in this conference. Uh, Yeah, that's all I got. Alrighty. My 14, vibes. the San Antonio Spurs,
1: I think they need the trade, DeMar DeRozan, free DeMar. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they've fallen from grace, man. They've
0: fallen so hard. And it's the Tony so- Parker, Tim Duncan days, but man, generally. I mean, yeah, they still got uh, Greg Popovich, who's an amazing coach. Mm-hmm. One of the best all time, but just he can do it all.
1: Yeah. And at 13, i of the Kings, you know, uh, they have that – they have Dan Fox, that one guy they drafted. I forget his name. Oh, I forget his name. It's a really long name. But they also have Buddy Yield still. Marvin Bagley, con- contradictory to your opinion, I think he has an NBA body. But last year he struggled with injuries a lot, so I can't really say
0: that much. Another person they picked up that I'm now aware about is Hassan Whiteside. I believe they signed him, like, last week. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a good player. Yeah. I don't know why he never got rid of him. Um, my, my 13 is San Antonio. All I have is Damar. Uh, yeah, he's, I, I believe he wants out, too. That's just another rebuild stage that they need. Yeah. Um.
1: So for twelve, have been in Florida. Um. You know, I'm gonna touch it do it again. Sorry. <laughs> all right. I think that D'Lo and Cat they didn't play that much. I I don't think they played on the floor together at all last year when they traded for him. And they also have Anthony Edwards. They got Ricky Rubio back. Um. You know. A lot of potential in that team. I I really think they could be tokeners because I think Cats still only like 25. Daniel Russell's like 26. Um, they just got Anthony Edwards with the first pick. And he looks like a stud in his first preseason game, but it's mm-hmm. preseason. So
0: can't really judge him off
1: that, but he looks like a stud.
0: I mean, Kat's got going for him. He's got a smoke show girlfriend, Jordan Woods. but <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> only thing that could help him in the NBA, but... It's all right. Um, my eleven, I have Houston. Harden isn't showing up. They got rid of Westbrook. All I got left is PJ Tucker, and actually they got rid of Clint Capella last year too. So yeah, they really just got PJ Tucker and Eric Gordon left. John Wall. Oh yes, John Wall. It's not John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins. I'm... I forgot about that, but yeah. I just don't... John is a little bit older. He's coming up with a couple knee injuries, back injury. I just don't think they're going to really get a lot of wins this year. Okay, okay.
1: Um, At my 11, I have the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, You know, John Morant is the real deal. Jaron Jackson Jr., he looks, he looks pretty good. You know, he seems like a, he has stud potential. I don't know who else they got because I don't really pay attention to their off season this year, but I think they're relatively the same same team. I think they have my 11 through eight or 11 through seven. Actually, I think could all like compete for the eight and seven seeds in the playoffs. And I just see the Memphis Grizzlies doing the least
0: best out of those teams. All right. My, my number 10 is new Orleans. Um, they're just not what they used to be. Not much I can say about it. All right. Um, so. I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna say my nine. My nine's Portland. Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, always been a good duo. Never just point. They, they're always around seven, eight, nine. They never really have been like a powerhouse. But, I mean, they signed Carmelo Anthony again for some reason. I don't know why, but they got Yusuf Nurkic. (sighs) I mean, they just don't have a lot of weapons. They're just not really what I'm looking for in a good Western Conference team. Okay.
1: All right. So, 10-9. All right. My 10? I got the Suns. I think you're going to be mad at this, but, like, unless they go on the bubble run the entire season or something like that you know um i don't know like something about just doesn't wow me like chris paul i feel like you know i doubted him last year in okc and he proved me wrong i hope he does it again this year because i love chris paul as a player i just i think he's like 36 now or something like that i think he's gonna be washed he's gonna be washed this year that booker a great score i think he could be an all-star, and, and or he should be an all-star every year from here on out because he's a stud. And and uh, I just see the Suns making a little bit of noise in the playoffs. Or not in the playoffs, just a little bit of noise in the Western Conference. And then at my nine, I have New Orleans. Um, I think they got – they traded Drew Holiday to the Bucks, and they got
0: – <laughs> all right one second for christian uh my number eight is golden state they're doing good in the preseason they got kelly Ubre. Steph step curry's coming back that's all i got all right so back to my nine
1: uh you know they got brandon ingram zion uh some good pieces also stephen adams i've got they got him um you know oh yeah so reddick too so that's a nice shooter they have yeah he's a good shooter um, you know, just I see a lot of potential with this team. Not enough to make the playoffs, but maybe, like I said, with my eleven through seven, I think they all have a good potential. And I'll list my eight as well. I have the Houston Rockets at my eight seed. Really, as a playoff? Yeah, I think I think they'll just get in there. If they keep Harden, I think they'll go even deeper, in my opinion. But I think they're most likely going to trade Harden if the ball experiment doesn't work out. So. I just I don't know, they're a wild card team and they're
0: pretty hard to predict. So yeah. I I don't know. Yeah, once the whole Harden thing's figured out, I think we'll know what's happening with them. My number seven is Utah. They have a pretty full, pretty solid roster. They that are always in contention. They're always in the playoffs. They never really make a good run at it, but they are always in the playoffs. I think they're a good team. They could do something. Rudy Gobert, they got they got Jordan Clarkson, who's who was a good score in Cleveland. Uh he never was like a crazy, crazy good scorer. Like he's always been like a piece of the puzzle. Donovan Mitchell, they resigned him. Mm-hmm. He's a great player. And um, yeah, I think I think they'll be in the playoffs this year.
1: I agree. Uh, my seven, I have Portland. Um, I think this, um, the signs they made, they got rid of Hassan Whiteside. And um, he's just, I don't know, like, I remember watching a few years ago and be like, yeah, this guy's a good center. But then he got completely exposed by the Sixers in the playoffs. And now people just know he can't really defend the perimeter well. So I'm glad they got rid of him. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic, I think, is a decent center. Um mm-hmm. Damian Lillard's probably top five point guards in the league, obviously. Same with yeah. CJ McCollum. Not top five, but like top ten. And uh, I like a lot of the moves they made. And I think a lot of the moves they made are great.
0: I got him in the top five point guards, though. Because mm-hmm. like, he's never really had a bad year. Yeah. He's my top five. is for me. Uh, yeah. Mm. So, my number... Six is Memphis. You had them at 11 for some reason. Yeah. I think they could go far. John Morant, Jared Jackson Jr. I got Gorgie Deng, who is pretty underrated. He was underrated in uh, Minnesota. And they got Yunus Val- Valance Yunus from Toronto. And then they got Tyus Jones. Uh, who you guys probably don't know, but I'm a Duke fan. He was part of the 2016 national championship. National championship team. He's a good. He's a good um, point guard, and I think he can do. He can make some noise for them. So I got them at number six for the playoff spot. All right. Uh, I'll, number do number I'll do my number five. Um, mm. oh, okay. My number five is Phoenix. The Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker. He can help them. They got. They got DeAndre Ayton from the draft a couple years ago. Chris Paul. You said he was washed. And I completely disagree with that because last year on OKC, he led them to a good record. He was the leader of that good record team with no one else. Um, yeah, I'll get to that later for the Phoenix Suns, but yeah, I, I got them at number five. Alrighty. So for my number six team, I have the
1: Utah Jazz. Um, you know, signing Donovan Mitchell to that Supermax was really big for them, but now they're looking to uh looking to sign Rudy Gobert to a super or they tried to sign him to a max deal but he said he wouldn't accept that and it was a supermax so do they move on from him or what do they do and then you have Mike Conley Jordan Clarkson like you said some, some solid pieces you know and at five I have the golden state warriors um Curry, you know Curry's gonna Curry. You know, uh, I think Wiggins is underrated on their team. He's heavily underrated. I think he has a, a decent amount of potential.
0: Yeah, he was also, a quiet player at Minnesota. Like well, he just put up numbers. He was pretty good. He's yeah. never really got the attention he needed. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad when we got him for
1: D'Lo, um, and also they got Kelly Oubre from the Thunder. And then they have Marquise Chris and Draymond Green. Although Draymond, I think he's a little washed. You know, he could be, yeah, yeah. He could be good power forwards. Then they also have James Wiseman, who I think is going to be a stud. And I think
0: he's the perfect player for them because they need to center. My number four, I have Denver. Uh, Nikola Jokic, such a good player. Michael Porter Jr., such a good scorer. I believe he got hurt last year or uh-huh. something ended his season. But he was doing good for what he had. Paul Millsap always been a a solid player. Jamal Murray did amazing in the playoffs last year. He he put up so many points. He led them to, I believe, the Western Conference Finals. Uh-huh. They got Gary Harris. He's all right. But then they also signed R.J. Hampton, who was a really big like overtime prospect over uh-huh. the past few years. And I believe he played in the the league overseas with the Lamella Ball and was like. Matching up with him, so uh, a good player they got from him for such a for such a good team last year. I'm I'm surprised they got him, uh-huh. but yeah, that's my that's my number four. Okay,
1: my right, number four. I got the L.A. Clippers. A lot of a lot of hate from blowing a three-one lead to the uh, Nuggets, and I I don't know they lost. Mantras Herald and the Lakers, and um, I don't know. I think they're still going to be the Lakers' little brother.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I see that, too. My number three is actually the Clippers. They do kind of have a center problem. All they got is Zubac. He was never – he was like, okay, there's two years at L.A. I mean, at L.A. Lakers. He, he was okay. They got Marcus Morris. Kawhi Leonard, Serge Ibaka. But Marcus Morris and Serge Ibaka are both out. So that's kind of a letdown for them. They got Paul George. Lou Williams who's like, one of the best six-mans of all time. And Reggie Jackson from Detroit. who's he's led, he's led that team, not to any good progress, but he's always been the highest scorer on, on Detroit. I think he can do some... Oh, also... Patrick Beverly, always kind of makes him a fight, but he plays good defense. I think he he can just do what he, do what he does. All right. All right, number
1: three for me, I got the Denver Nuggets. Um, part of the reason why I think that Denver did good in the bubble is because Jamal Murray's girlfriend was there. Uh, moving on, um, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He, these guys, Jokic looks amazing in the preseason. Murray looks, he looks good, and then Michael Porter Jr. and I can't
0: forget about Bol Bol Bol. Looks, oh yeah, he looks really like he's a really good player. Like he's hitting threes and stuff too. He just looks like
1: I don't even know what he looks like. He looks like a seven foot three or however tall he is. KD, Mm-hmm. crazy.
0: Huh. My number two, I have Dallas. Not much I can really put out there. Just a good team. I don't really think they're going to be better than the Lakers. I mean, they got they got Luka Doncic and and Christos Porzingis. What do they call it? Stein, who's really good in Kentucky in college. Who's really like kind of a no name in the NBA, but he's he's a good center. Yes. I mean that those three. I mean those. I mean, um, Christos Porzingis and Luka Doncic really like. That's really like all they need, and that's all they've been working with the past couple of years, and they've still been placed high and like I said, my number one is the Lakers. they got so many people, they got LeBron j r. Smith. I don't know why they signed him, but they did. It's kind of a weird pickup, considering he's never been the craziest player i think I think that team kind of runs through LeBron. I think he's halfway their general general manager, so I think whatever he says goes. But, yeah, they got Alex Caruso, T- Taylor Horton Tucker, who's the new, the new wave, apparently. Everyone loves him. He's I've seen him a lot on SportsCenter uh, and Instagram posts. They, got, they picked up Dennis Schroeder. They picked up Giannis' brother. They got Anthony Davis, Montrezl Harrell from – where did he come from again? Uh, Clippers. Clippers, yes. They got Kyle Kuzma, Marquise Morris, and Marcus Sol, which they picked up from Toronto. Oh, no, Memphis. Right? Yeah. Memphis, yeah. He was in Toronto for a split second, I think. Uh, yeah, they, they just got a full team. Hopefully yeah. they're not like the Buccaneers. Got a whole bunch of weapons. Can't can't execute. But this is kind of what everyone was saying for the Buccaneers in the preseason, too. They just, just have a whole lot of weapons. I expect them to do good.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, I have the same two teams as you Dallas and LA. I have Dallas two and like is it one? I think Dallas could on, I think they're a dark horse or not not a dark horse, I think they're a title contender. Mm-hmm. Like when him when Porzingis and Doncic, Don, Don Doncic are on the court, they're unstoppable. Like you got a seven three power forward who moves like a beast. Although he just tore his Meniscus in the bubble. Um I still think I think they could win the title in L.A. They're just L.A. You can't have to put the people who did, won the title last year at the number one seed. I'm not doing that, but I am doing it. But uh, you know, they're going to be a hard team to stop, and I think they
0: have a very high chance of repeating. All right, um, to finish this this podcast episode off, we're gonna we're gonna cover the two Saturday games for the NFL. So get the dark. I'll start, I'll start with the full 30 game. We got the Buffalo Bills at Denver, mile high. As well as Drew Lock played against Carolina last Sunday, I don't think he can repeat it against the Bills. I think the Panthers are just like a declining team. They're on their slump. They only got Christian McCaffrey. I mean, I, I expect him to play well. He did have a career high four touchdowns there, but I just expect him to play well there. But against this, this, Bills team becoming more complete. Uh, I just see, I just see the Bills and Josh Allen leading over Denver this Sunday, this Saturday. Sorry.
1: All right. Uh, you have Bills against the Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos are kind of dead in the water, even though they look good against the McCaffrey list, Carolina McCaffreys. I am at Panthers. Um, you know, um, I just. Bell's easy win for them, you know, just
0: another just confidence booster. Um, The the next game at 8-15 is Carolina Panthers at Green Bay in Lambeau. The game's at Lambeau. The Packers are roaring this season with an MVP caliber season from Rodgers. <sighs> Christian McCaffrey's out. As stated by Carolina Panthers analyst David Newton, which I saw on Twitter, he he analyzes all the Panthers stuff, so I don't think he would get that wrong. Um, I got the Packers with a big win. All righty.
1: The Packers winning, I think. Um, if the run defense doesn't isn't there,
0: notoriously from the Packers. Yeah. Um, um, actually, I just saw an article. The Packers defense is now ranked eighth overall. They're eleventh in rush and twelfth in pass. So, it's, it's kind of stepping up this the second half of the season. But, yeah, they really need to work on
1: it. They, not... it. The run defense doesn't show up. Mike Davis could have a good game, but, uh, yeah, the Panthers are they're just not good enough for Rodgers and the gang. Yeah, I think Ted Bridgewater had to have a career game for this to
0: go well for the Panthers.
1: Yeah, I agree. So, you want to go over the Dark
0: Horse NBA champion and the – Yes, the Um I should have got to that before the Saturday games, but here we go. My dark horse for the NBA is the Phoenix Suns. They made the bubble run last year. I think they can continue it throughout this regular season. Their weapons are Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, who I said led the Thunder, a like a, a dry Thunder team through the bubble last year. Dario Sarge, who's kind of a no-name. He played in Philly a couple years ago, and he's a good scorer. He's kind of underrated. And then they got Mikhail Bridges, who's just a good scorer also. Um, What's your dark horse? My dark horse is Golden State. Not biased
1: at all. Um, But, you know, yeah. no, I think if nobody puts no. up an MVP season, like a 2016-type season, they have a very good shot at winning it. And I think if I think if everybody just plays up to their potential, I think they have a, a slight chance of winning at all. They're my dark horse. But my champion team is the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh,
0: two cold takes. Two cold takes. I mean. That I completely disagree with both. <clears throat> both. It's out the freezer,
1: but you never know. You could put it in the oven and become a hot take, you know?
0: All right, all right.
1: Elaborate on your 76ers win you're I think like I had the Mavericks at first, but then I was like, you know, I want to I want to go hot like some like it hot, you know, so okay, I was, right. the Sixers fix the one issue, like I said, shooting. And I think that Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are going to mesh well because there's going to be a lot more spacing on the court with these shooters that they have to worry about. And uh, I think they'll finally play up to their
0: potential. They've never failed at this point, but we'll see how they do this season. My champion. Um, I got the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. They got a lot of weapons, even before we bring in Katie and Kyrie. They got Jared mm-hmm. Allen, Joe Harris, Karis Levert. Picked up DeAndre Jordan, and then they got Katie and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good team, and they got that's loads of potential if those play out. And no, I think there's they 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 can do cra- they can go crazy. I agree. All right, well we'll see how this NBA season goes. Mm-hmm. Looking good right, with COVID and stuff. I like it. Yes, sir. Yep, that's all we have for tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to the second episode of the 401 the 410 Sports Podcast. <laughs> uh, appreciate y'all and hit that follow button. See you.